0: This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Welcome in, everybody. Wednesday, October 4th, VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. We're on to Game 2s across the wild card race in Major League Baseball. We've already had a really fun day number one, even though uh, bets on my end did not go as uh, hoped at least. Went 0-2, a couple of pitchers that uh, really struggled out there today. Kevin Gausman and the Blue Jays go down to Pablo Lopez and the Twins. Congrats, by the way, to Twins fans. 18 straight losses in the postseason. That streak is over. 3-1 win for the Twins. Gaussman did not get over his six-and-a-half strikeout prop that we bet yesterday. Uh, and for the rest of the day one slate, overs did not go well. It was uh, pretty much an underfest. Three of the four games go under wall. We hadn't even split. Two favorites, two underdogs winning. Uh, the one that was a really tough pill to swallow, too, Corbin Burns in the Milwaukee Brewers. Burns goes way under his 15-and-a-half outs prop. So that was another swing and a miss there. Uh, Just a brutal game for Milwaukee overall as they strand the bases loaded twice and really your play of the night across all four of the wild card games. The unbelievable leaping line drive snag by Evan Longoria, the third baseman, ends up turning it into a double play. Brewers rally is snuffed out and they go on to lose six to three. Let's just get right into it. Best bet for tonight since we do have four more games going on once more with the first pitch. It'll be in Tampa Bay, 3.08 p.m. Eastern time, and then we have the three games to follow in a staggered start. I'll go through the rest of the card and as well as our updated series prices here in just a second as we continue on the show, but let's start off with the game. I'm going to be making a play on here, just looking at some overnight numbers. It will be game two in Philadelphia tonight. That's our late game on the card, 8.08 p.m. Eastern time. The lefty Braxton Garrett goes for the Miami Marlins against Aaron Nola and the Philadelphia Phillies. Bills with a, a pretty workmanlike 4-1 win, relatively comfortably getting the job done as they jump out to a 3-0 lead in the first four innings. Really good start for Zach Wheeler, who gives up just one run into the seventh inning. And the Phillies are off and rolling in this series. You look at the series price now on the Philadelphia Phillies, and they are the heaviest favorite of the four Game 1 winners. Phillies right now, Pretty much consensus across the market around minus 550, anywhere from 550 to minus 600. And as a reminder for any of these teams who lost game ones, if you're going to bet on them to win the series price, what you're essentially doing is betting a two-game 2, team, uh, two game money line parlay, essentially, on that team in games two and games three. So I, I wouldn't really... I'd be wanting to go down that path. I'd rather just bet game by game, if you still have some conviction, feel like the the team that you are high on is going to make a comeback in the series as opposed to taking a stab here like on the Marlins, plus 425, for instance, to come back and win the series. For game two, uh, you look at the matchup here and and our overnight openers right in the minus 160 range for Philadelphia. I'm not too surprised at that with a plus 135 coming back on Garrett and the Marlins. A total of eight. We've seen a little bit of a mixed reaction in the market so far. Some eights juiced over, some eights juiced under, and I even see one seven and a half out there, heavily juiced to the over. But I will look at the side here. This might be a pretty simple handicap, but I do expect Aaron Nola and the Philadelphia Phillies to close out Garrett and the Marlins in the clean two games of this best of three wild card rounds here coming up on Wednesday night uh, looking at the market as well you know for a time Draftkings actually briefly had this this line overnight uh, sub 145 but uh, right now they're pretty much in line with the market you can find around uh, around town uh, wherever you're at depending on uh, the jurisdiction of sportsbook you're betting into Phillies at minus 155 that's a pretty uh, pretty solid number I would look to lay I'd, I'd lay Philadelphia up to minus 165. In the game, and it's not like something I normally want to do, laying big money line prices in the postseason. But you look at where this Miami team is at, and if you just go down the overall list of weighted runs created plus, uh, an overall metric I like to use when we evaluate uh, the entirety of Major League Baseball, just from an offensive standpoint, there's just one team in, in the postseason of all the teams who qualified that is completely unlike the others. It's the Miami Marlins, 20th in overall WRC plus if you watch the game last night, you saw that borne out. It, it's just not an offense that really scares you. And I think the one thing keeping this line for game two, maybe a little bit subdued uh, relative to what it could be is the fact that Aaron Nola is a starting pitcher has really struggled this year against Miami. It's just been super bizarre to watch Nola this year, three starts against the Marlins, 16 innings pitched 12 earned runs allowed and has lost two of those three starts. But I look at how Nola finished the year. Back-to-back quality starts to close out the campaign. A guy who pitched much better down the stretch. And is, is, has the fortune, too, of uh, being a pitcher who, amongst most of the qualified starters in Major League Baseball, if you include everybody, he's among the top as far as positive regression candidates. It's a guy with a near 450 ERA. But when you look at his full advanced splits and what he really ought to be have pitching to as far as a, you know, a true ERA this year, expected fielding independent pitching is 363. I really like looking at that when it comes to true pitcher performance, 374 is his expected ERA. So it's a guy that's nearly a run better on the advanced metrics and all the projections than what his numbers actually were across the 32 starts he made so far in the regular season. So I think just because of prior performance against Miami, I'm not necessarily thinking that it's just some bad matchup and Miami just has his number. To me, that's uh, sort of a, a fraudulent argument to make. It's just, it's all about timing in a lot of these instances. When you face a certain team, how your stuff is reacting and handling as part of your arsenal when those starts come. So I think you're getting a, a tiny bit of a discount here on Philadelphia. To me, I'd make them a, a bit heavier of a favorite, more like the 170 to 175 range to win game two. And I just think a lot of this is being subdued due to the fact that Nola has struggled at his three starts against the Marlins, you, you look at what he gets on the other side as far as his offensive support. Only one of the team, the L.A. Dodgers this year, have, been, have hit more home runs against left-handed pitchers, and that's the Philadelphia Phillies, who are tied for second with the Braves in that mark, and they get a lefty tonight in Braxton Garrett on the mound for Miami. So my favorite play for the game, two slates. We have four of them uh, tonight here on Wednesday. I'll take Philadelphia back, Aaron Nola, to close out the series in two games. You can find that uh, pretty comfortably... Uh, Throughout the market, minus 155. If you really uh, go hard and and shop around, I do see a couple of minus 151s to 153s out there. But we'll say for show purposes here, minus 155 is the play. Let's take a quick break here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. Again, I'm Ben Wilson, in for Josh Applebaum on these Tuesday and Wednesday morning shows. Let's run through the rest of the card, just tell you how the early market movement is going as we get you set for day two of the MLB postseason. All right, wrapping up, VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. Let's just run through quickly the other three games going on. We'll start in Tampa Bay. Zach Eflin goes for the raise against Nadia Uvalde and the Texas Rangers. And I mentioned on the Tuesday show just two teams who really were inconsistent throughout the second half, and so I I didn't have a whole lot of trust in backing either team. Uh, What an outstanding performance for Jordan Montgomery and the Rangers. They win game one for nothing. Texas right now, consensus $2.25. Series price favorite, raise at plus 185. We'll see if Zach Eflin can bounce back. Uh, It's a bit of a steep tax to pay, though, at least on the overnight market. We're seeing minus 150 on the openers. Some books I'm seeing have gone as high as minus 160 or minus 165. DraftKings at minus 162 on Eflin. With the Rangers at plus 136, your total is eight. It's just too steep of a price. It it sort of follows my thoughts from yesterday on how uh, both of these teams have been super inconsistent down the stretch. It's been well-documented, all the injuries for the Rays, led the majors with the number of different players they had to use and pitchers used, nearly 40 in 2023. Uh, so hard for me to get to the window on that one. Uh, similar logic applies into the 7 8 Eastern first pitch. Zach Gallon goes for the D-backs against Freddie Peralta and the Brewers. Diamondbacks winning, as I just mentioned, 6-3 yesterday. And our $3 favorites now to close out the series against the Brewers. Milwaukee at home, plus 240 consensus if you think they can come back and take the series winning the next two games. But Peralta and the Brewers' consensus uh, opening line, uh, about uh, minus 130 in the market. We're seeing a pretty good amount of two-way action. Some books briefly ticking up toward Milwaukee. Some other books briefly ticking down towards Arizona right now. And so you're still seeing a consensus at about Brewers minus 130. D-backs at plus 110 with a total of 7.5. The big issue for me, it's just – you know, Milwaukee hitting was really up and down. They closed the season red hot, but when they needed a timely hit, could not find it yesterday. Had, I mentioned multiple bases loaded situations where they stranded runners and were unable to get anything. Three for 11 with runners in scoring position. It was just a miserable day at the office for Milwaukee. You know, my bigger concern though about you know, potentially looking at a buy low spot for Milwaukee is the fact that The closer Devin Williams threw 31 pitches, only 13 for strikes. And so one of the, I'd argue, the best closer in baseball uh, looked really, really shaky in his first postseason outing. And not a good sign, too. You just wonder where his availability is at. He'll certainly go if it's a safe situation, but you have to ask serious questions. And that's not a question we've had had to really ask at all this year on Devin Williams' as he's been that that unbelievable closer for the Brewers. Finally, Jose Barrios and the Toronto Blue Jays go against Sonny Gray and the Minnesota Twins, an outstanding pitching matchup. Barrios against one of his former teams, Gray, and the Twins open minus 130. You have plus 110 on the other side for the the, uh, Toronto Blue Jays, and I'm seeing a bit of a tick up into the market at least early on in the overnight hours. Gray and Minnesota up to minus 135, plus 115 back on Jose Barrios and Toronto 7 And a half year total. Interesting to see how Minnesota they finally snapped the drought. Got a couple of big home runs early. We mentioned how this was going to be a series, decided on those three true outcomes. Would Minnesota hit long balls or would they succumb to the strikeouts? I was wrong in game one. I thought it would be the latter. Instead, it was the former. Minnesota hit two early homers off Kevin Gausman. and were able to get to the bullpen relatively early in that game and were able to hang on as well. But do like Barrios' chances to bounce back here. If if anything, I would go under, even though it is one of the lower totals you have at 7.5. I see a couple of books in the market uh, right now showing some, I I would uh, say, some miscommunication. I would say uh, some disagreement on that. There's some overs at minus 115 on the 7.5. A A couple books have this 7.5 juiced to the under. So, if you can get a 7.5 under around minus 105, that is a bet I would look to make. Even though Minnesota and Toronto each have really good hitting numbers on the season, this definitely profiles as another game after we saw an under yesterday that with a really good pitching matchup. and It is really beautiful conditions right now in Minnesota, but despite all that, it uh, definitely has the profile of a game that's going to be really tight and I, I believe low-scoring going into Game 2. That's not an official play, though, but certainly a lean if you want some action on Toronto and Minnesota. Those are your plays and your games of the night for Wednesday, October 4th, an exciting day two in Major League Baseball postseason. So hopefully uh, everything goes well on all of your bets. We thank you for listening here. And when Josh Applebaum returns tomorrow, it is back to the NFL. He'll have a full breakdown, not only of Thursday Night Football, but also Game 3s, depending on how many we have. We'll see if there are any on the baseball card. If we have them, they'll be on Thursday. So uh, stay tuned for that when Josh returns to the show. Again, I'm Ben Wilson saying so long. This latest edition of v Morning Daily Bets.